Waffles and his mates talk about things. That's right, you're listening to Wham Tat. Pew 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 pew. Ho ho ho, Mary Waffle Miss. It's me, your host Waffles. You're listening to Wham Tats, and we're going through the 12 days of Waffle Miss. Today, we are talking about Waffle Miss music, one of the most magical aspects of the holiday itself. And I'm going to be going through the Billboard charts top 20 Waffle Miss songs of all time. And I'm going to be giving my thoughts and analysis on that. And yeah, like, you might see that I'm going to have some opinions about things. But I mean, that's why you're listening to me for my opinions about things. And it might be a bit controversial and I might be a bit radical in, in what I'm about to say. But just bear with me as, you know, this is meant to be a bit of fun. This is meant to be a bit of a celebration of the festivities. And don't get me wrong, I love Wafflemas as a holiday. I, I love uh what it brings out in people. I love the, you know, friend, family, fellowship, community that all builds up around the holidays of Wolfmas. I hope that people can carry that spirit into the year with them and try to, you know, bring Wolfmas cheer, you know, all year round instead of just allocating it to the the last bit of the year. Um but hey, we'll take what we get, especially in these dark times. And, uh, you know, Wafflemas music, I think, has the potential really to bring out the best in people. Uh, however, of course, there are some issues with it, or at least from my opinions, that we'll be getting into. So uh, we'll be going uh, from 20 to 1. So from the lowest ranked to the top 20 uh, up to the highest ranked. And uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be giving a bit of a chit chat about them. Um, so the twentieth ranked Wafflemas song on the Billboard's top whatever charts is "Santa Baby." You all heard it. You all love it. It's uh, of course a woman singing about her love of Santa Claus. And I think the film is secretly about a love affair or something like that. And, you know, there is the popular trope of, you know, I saw mummy kissing Santa Claus underneath the waffle iron last night. And, you know, it sort of brings this bit of uh, romantic charm to the holiday. But uh, also there's this bit of, you know, objectification. Of, of the man himself, of, of Santa Claus. And I get it. I, I understand, you know, a lot of, you know, you see the, the Santa Claus and in the, in the malls as you're doing your waffle shopping. You see him, you know, all over the place, hocking, you know, products. And there's this real commercialization of waffle which we're not going to get into. This is not the, not the episode where we're talking about the commercialization of waffle you know, and but this is of course just a woman talking about, you know, singing about uh, her love affair uh, with with Santa as he was coming and delivering all of the Wafflemas goods. And it's a, it's a catchy tune. It's it's alright. I mean, it's you know, it's up there for a reason. It's a classic. The nineteenth song in in the charts is of course Jingle Bells. Uh, this is a quite a serious song that is talking about uh the sleigh bells 
jingling as, of course, Santa Claus was escaping the temple and the monks chasing him as he had the uh, waffle recipe on him. And, of course, his desperate plea of detaching the bells from his sleigh as he uh, was escaping. And so, of course, this is a very tense song, this very action-packed song of of Santa throwing the sleigh bells at at the approaching monks as they were trying to stop him from getting away uh, with the waffle recipe. And and so, you know, this is... I honestly, I love this song. I think the song should be higher up on the list. But, you know, it's it's on the list and that's that's good. Uh, you know, more people, you know, because this song really is about waffleness itself and, you know, the harrowing aspects of the journey and the adventure that Santa Claus went through in order to give us the populace, the, the common people, uh, the, the waffle recipe. And I think not really enough people are talking about that. Not really enough people are talking about what Santa went through. There's this romanticized version of Santa, but actually he really went through a lot to give us the waffle recipe. And I think more more people should be acknowledging that. And this song is on this list for a reason, because it does acknowledge this very perilous aspect of the waffleness story of Santa detaching the sleigh bells from his uh, sleigh as he was escaping the monks. And so Jingle Bells, great song, action-packed, just very fun song. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, is a later addition to the Wafflemas canon. Uh, of course, we have the names of the reindeer, which is very, very uh, popularly depicted in that uh, that poem, uh, you know, One Night with St. Nicholas. And, you know, well, that's getting its own episode as well. Like we're doing this whole big analysis. Uh, and, of course, quite famously, Rudolph does not appear in that poem at all. Uh, so Rudolph was, of course, introduced with this song way back when. And, you know, I personally, you know, Rudolph is harmless. He's a harmless addition to the canon, but I think he is overly grandeur. And I, I think, honestly, Rudolph gets too much play. He's, you know, just for only really appearing in the song, like he's in everything. He's in all of the Wafflemas movies. You know, you see him hawking products with with Santa and all the advertisements and all that sort of stuff. And I'm thinking just for this minor character in this fun little song, Rudolph gets too much play. But that's not the song's fault. Um, it's not the, the fault of the song that the song got so popular and people loved it and put Rudolph in everything. Uh, it's just my opinion that I think, honestly, the other reindeer deserve more play as well. Especially Greg. I love Greg. Greg the reindeer is my favorite. Uh, and I just wish more songs were written about Greg. Uh, but once again, we'll be going over that that poem in a later episode and talking about it. And, uh, you know, you'll really get to, to hear my uh, opinions on the rest of the reindeer then. Number 17, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And I agree. Like, this song is just really talking about how great Wafflemas is and can be. Um, of course, not to belie the fact that a lot of people do struggle with the holidays. Um, that, you know, because of the over-commercialization of it, it does put a lot of people into unnecessary debt and pressure and stress. And, you know... Um, and I think, honestly, if we just focused on what made Wafflemas so great, the bringing together and coming together of family and just enjoying waffles, which don't have to break the bank. Not all the waffles need to be gold-leafed. Um, 
you know, and especially if we did get behind the more charitable aspects of waffleness. I mean, Santa didn't hoard waffles for himself. He gave them to everybody. And so if we really bring that more charitable aspect to the holiday, I think it could be even more better. And I think this song, you know, the most wonderful time of the year, like we should be trying to aim for the spirit of the song. We should be trying to aim to really be making waffleness the most wonderful time for everybody, not just the wealthy elites who can afford it, but all people should share in the waffleness spirit. And so, you know, it's not the f- song's fault that people don't really live up to it. I think it's a great song. I think more people should really endeavor uh, to listen to the lyrics of the song and really try to embody that in their everyday life and really try to bring the spirit of waffleness to everything that they do, not just at this time of the year, but as throughout the entire year. And that is, of course, this generous giving spirit, which I think really is um, underappreciated. And I want to see more of that. 16, uh, Silent Nights. This is a, another song about uh, St. Nicholas and his escaping from the monks of the temple with the waffle miss recipe. Uh, this song is about the night that he spent in the jungle after he had debelled the sleigh, after he had let the reindeer loose in order to try to confuse the monks as to his whereabouts. And the song is very tense about him hiding in a hole, being absolutely silent while the monks search for him. And, you know, there's this real aspect of shh about the song, that you got to be quiet, you know. And so this is really embodying the, just the silent contemplation that St. Nicholas was going through as he was wondering, was it all worth it? You know, now he had the waffles, what now? Uh, you know, as he was fearing for his life, as these monks were, you know, hunting him through the, the dense jungle. And, of course, jungles themselves, very, very loud, lots of creatures, lots of noise, but, like, the absolute silence that befell the jungle that night as, you know, the monks were searching and everything fell still. And this just quiet contemplation that the holidays is also about, the, the, the reflection on the previous year of, you know, who do you really want to be as a person? Who do you want to embody as a human being? And and what St. Nicholas went through in that night. And, of course, the, the joyous, triumphal uh, end of the song when, you know, daylight breaks and the birds start singing again. Uh, and he's able to make his escape. And, you know, just beautiful, beautiful uh, moment at the end of the song. But, you know, just for the most of the song, you know, it's like really talking about this peaceful contemplative silence uh, that I think we don't, it, it's, the world's too busy. And we're all going about when listening to things and hustle and bustle, especially, you know, the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. And I think more of us need to just really appreciate the song, put it on, meditate in the background and really get to grips with the silence that waffleness can be about. And silence isn't a bad thing. Like, honestly, if you want to just pause this podcast right now and give yourself a couple of minutes of silence or just contemplative moments uh, of really just thinking uh, about uh, what the holidays mean and who you want to be as a person, I think that that is beneficial. Um, And so I, I, I get it. You know, if you want to turn this podcast off and just go about you know, being silent and contemplative. Yeah, I understand. The podcast will be here uh, waiting for you when you get back. Yeah, but I think, honestly, more of us really need to 
really get to grips with you know silent contemplation and doesn't have to be like a religious meditative thing it can just be you know even just taking a, a few minutes every day just to really think about things and i think you know the song is good for that. Number 15 on the list is, of course, Last Wafflemas, a very famous romance song. And we have a theme here with uh, romance and Wafflemas. And obviously, St. Nicholas himself didn't have a romance. It wasn't a love story. Uh, I mean, like, some people argue that's like a greater love story for, you know, St. Nicholas and humanity, which is why he bought the gift of waffles, yada, yada, yada. Beyond the point. Last Last Wafflemas is the sort of bittersweet romance song of this guy talking about how Last Wafflemas, the, he went all out, all out on his partner and, and gave them everything that they could have wanted. And then they still rejected him and went off with somebody else. And so this, this Wafflemas, he's looking after himself, which is, is fair. I, I think that's fun. It sort of shows the more uh, cynical side of romances and that not everything comes up peaches and cream and you know and so i think a lot of people put a lot of stock in in the romance of the season they do these big flamboyant gestures and i mean if you're with the white person that's that's great if if you're with somebody who loves and appreciates you and you really can get to be yourself around there more than merrier. You know, go, go, go full ham on it. But I think there is this delusion of these big romantic wafflemas gestures that people get caught up in that they, you know, think that it's the season that puts people in a good mood. But honestly, there's a, a lot of people that just sort of take, 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 and they won't give you anything back. And I think really looking after yourself during wafflemas is not a bad idea it's it might seem selfish it might seem to a lot of people that oh you know it's not in in the spirit of the season um but as i said like there's a lot of commercialization a lot of that commercialization will try to exploit you into these big gestures that just aren't worth it and and so i i think it's better just to Going back to that silent contemplation thing, you know, really get into grips with yourself and about what you want out of the holiday season and whether all of these big gestures are actually worth. And as I said, like, if you're in that relationship, like, if it's a beautiful, loving, gorgeously reciprocal relationship, go ham, go nuts on it. Just absolutely slather it with whipped cream and and go full out but honestly this whole idea of actually no this waffle miss i'm gonna look after me i think that's fine i i don't have a problem with it i know a lot of people will be like ah waffles you big selfish bastard whatever but you know yeah. waffle miss is that time of year where you do got to be thinking and as to like oh, i'm more about the big humanitarian stuff i i think that if you do want to do these big romantic gestures for the Waffmas holidays, why not donate to a soup kitchen? Why not, uh, you know, give to those in need and and really embody what St. Nicholas would have wanted out of the holiday, which is, uh, of course, you know, this greater love of humanity as opposed to targeting it all at one person that, you know, isn't going to reciprocate. You know, if... As it, like, if you are in that loving relationship, if you are committed to each other, then fine. Like, that's beautiful, and you should cherish and hold on to that. And if big romantic gestures are part of that relationship, then who am I to judge? You know, you know the relationship better than anybody else. And so, if that's how you guys want to celebrate, then 
awesome. I endorse that. I am all over that. You know, not every relationship is like that. And I think putting undue pressure on people, like, even to be in relationships over the holidays uh, can can be very stressful or when people are in those relationships to force these big grand romantic gestures into these relationships where they might not otherwise fit. I think, you know, we, you need to think about that and, and you need to think about actually, am I doing this because I love the person or am I doing this because of the pressure of the holiday? And, uh, you know, and so having the song like Last Welcomers really exploring that concept in such a fun and joyous way i i think uh you know last waffle miss i bought you a house and then you burned it down you know so this waffle miss i'm staying with family like it's a fun line like that's a great little line i like i like it it's it's good um so yeah 14 on the list i'll be home for waffle miss uh just a simple little song about family and about this guy who cancelled all his Wafflemas plans and you know was just like screw it I you know I don't see my family nearly enough and so this year I'm going to be home for Wafflemas and you know talking about all of the different challenges that he has to go through in order to make that happen uh, you know a fun little song that I think really uh, brings to light uh, you know the, the family aspect of the holiday which really doesn't get talked about enough Number 13, Santa Claus is coming to town, you know, uh, this story of a town preparing for Santa Claus and how, you know, they go all out um, with all of the Wafflemas decorations, they go all out, you know, getting everything ready for Wafflemas that when Santa finally arrives, there's nothing for him to do. And, you know, there's this irony there that, you know, we do have this iconic figure of Santa Claus that is meant to be bringing the waffles, that is meant to be, you know, bringing the Wafflemas cheer and all this stuff. But we do go all out. We do go, you know, almost to the point of excluding Santa from Wafflemas. And I think, like, that is you know, to the detriment of the holiday. And so this song really highlighting that and exploring that. And I think it is popular for a reason because a lot of people do see that in themselves, in the communities and stuff like that, that there is too much emphasis on on wafflemas and not really enough emphasis on the spirit of wafflemas. That makes sense. Um, I don't know if I'm explaining it well enough, but, you know, listen to the song. The song is beautiful and is great. And, you know, I, I think it really gets the, the message across. Um, and and so yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town. Maybe spend less time preparing for waffleness and more time really just living waffleness. Um, I think is is a great little message there. Uh, so next song number twelve on the list uh, just called Wafflemas, uh In brackets, baby, please come home. Uh, you know this kind of sad, somber twist on the romance song. Uh, where this lover is pining over a breakup during the holidays and how the breakup seems to sting a lot worse because it's the holidays and people are meant to be together and there's meant to be love in the air and all this sort of stuff. And so he's sort of pleading for his lover to come back and, you know, spend, spend the holiday uh, with him. And... You know, the song famously ends without a resolution. We don't know uh, whether the partner responded or not. And so there is either hope or despair, depending on what mood you're in. Could be a bit of both, could be neither, depending on, on how you want to read into it. Um, 
you know, but really is is showing that sort of bittersweet, you know, lamenting uh, which can happen uh, during the holidays. Um, you know, bit of bit of a bittersweet song, but you know, I think it resonates with a lot of people, and which is why it's on the list. Number eleven, the Wafflemas song. Um, just a simple song about the joy of Wafflemas. I think you know, it's it's a classic. It's been around for decades. Um, not really much to, to say about it. You've all heard it. Everybody likes it. Uh, you know, it's one of those great sort of karaoke songs for the Wafflemas uh, office party. Yep, so that was the Wafflemas song. Uh, number 10 is a song that I take great umbrage with, uh, simply called Winter Wonderland. Uh, of course, this, you know, you know when they start playing this song during the advertisements um, that it really is the beginning of the Wafflemas season and but you know here in the southern hemisphere we celebrate wafflemas during the summer and it's hot and it's tropical and we're often at the beach with a barbecue going swimming barbecued waffles bit of a tangent but if you haven't made waffles on a barbecue try it delicious just just there's this sort of smokiness to them uh really crisps up nice so barbecue waffles there's recipes online for how to do it it's amazing it's great uh but beside the point beside the point so this song i take umbrage with and assuming that wafflemas is a winter holiday and yeah i get it i get it that saint nicholas was from the northern hemisphere and then the temple he broke out out of but nothing in the story nothing in the story says that it took place over over winter Right, in fact, historians have analysed the story, and actually, if it is true, it would have taken place in either late spring, they think, or or potentially early autumn. There's debate. Um, you know, different retellings uh, lead to different things, and archaeological evidence, and yada yada yada, all that stuff. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Once again, for the historians to argue, um, but this association with Wolfmus and and winter. Uh, being, of course, because of the co-optation of pagan festivals in the Northern Hemisphere, yada, yada, yada. It's a history thing. I don't want to go into a big history lesson with this, but just the automatically assumption, even that you see it in the Southern Hemisphere, people like trying to put snow all over the place. and like, no, 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 no. We should celebrate Wafflemas differently. It's a different climate. We have our own Wafflemas traditions down here that should not be co-opted by Northern Hemisphere pressure. And so it's kind of a bugbear for me. I take umbrage with this song. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere and you enjoy it, great. I just want to see more uh, people from the Southern Hemisphere write their own. Yeah, I want to see like a a, a summer wonderland uh, song really talking about. And there are there are some real good local artists that do some great sort of summer Wafflemas songs. And they are amazing and they deserve to be higher up on the charts. More people need to listen to them. They're amazing. Look them up. They're great. I'll put a playlist in. Number nine. Number nine. I got a bit heated there. I got a bit. Need to calm myself down, right? Number nine. Have a holly jolly wafflemas. Just talking about the the fun that that wafflemas is, and you know it's it's just this this call to joy, and I I think it's a great a great fun song. And I think, you know, it's definitely, I have childhood memories of my mum putting this song on in the background as she was making waffles for Wafflemas and, you know, the family gathering around putting up decorations and all this stuff as the song was playing. 
I think it's fantastic. I think it's a great little song, has this real nostalgic property, especially for me. I know some people might have issues with it, but whatever. Like, it's a nostalgic song for me, and so I love it. Um, you know, it's it's whatever. Number eight, Jingle Bell Rock. Oof, this, this song, and talk about missing the mark, of really taking this tense, tense part of the story of St. Nicholas trying to disload the, the Jingle Bells and making it into this sort of pop rock sort of song of you know I, I get what the what people are trying to go for with it i i kind of it's a catchy tune it's got a good beat and all that sort of stuff i understand why people like it however for me it just never sat right it never sat right with you know particular you know taking the more harrowing aspect of of Wafflemas and then the story of Wafflemas and sort of making it more poppy rocky you know people have their opinions and mine is it just doesn't work for me um but whatever uh number seven white Wafflemas once again going back to the winter aspect of it and yeah all the issues therein uh yeah number six and you know this one is rocking around the Wafflemas tree and I can't believe we've gotten this far in without talking about Wolfhamus trees. I honestly don't. Once again, like they're the they're the hangover of the pagan uh, co-adaptation of of Wolfimus and the supplanting of you know all of these you know pagan uh, solstice festivities uh, to put Wolfimus on top. And so we got the tree out of that. You know, it's it's harmless. Uh, I don't know really what it's got to do with Wolfhamus at all but but hey you know if people enjoy it uh, all I know is that every year we try to put up a Wolfhamus tree our cats knock it down and and have a great time destroying all the little baubles and things like that and so Wolfhamus tree is great for cats uh, that's all I'll say about that uh, number five sleigh ride really going through the entire story of St. Nicholas escaping from the temple, getting into a sleigh, getting his reindeer up to speed, like getting rid of the, the jingle bells. And yeah, it, it's just a, a good song. It goes through uh, all of the aspects all the way up until uh, he's, you know, hiding in a hole. Uh, and then the song just cuts off into the silence. And I think like, that's great. That's great when the song cuts off and, it's, and it sort of rips into the silence that, that St. Nicholas had to go through. And I think, you know, that's a very clever, clever aspect of the song. And so kudos to the songwriters for that. Number four, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Once again, it, it doesn't have to be a winter festival. <laughs> uh, and so this association with Wafflemas and and winter, or as I like to call it, wintermas, um, because of just how how much that iconography has stuck with people and so yeah like that's yeah yeah there's not really much more i can say about that you know number three getting into the big ones it's beginning to look a lot like wafflemas talking about just that that spirit of the festival that that comes upon people and yeah like we know Halloween ends and it seems almost like Wafflemas is upon you. Like, as soon, like, you know, you get rid of all the spooky ghouls and, and goblins and boom, you're straight into Wafflemas. And, you know, that's that sort of creeping, you know, capitalistic corporate 
takeover of the holidays. But, you know, it's beginning to look like Wafflemus really talks about the change in spirit that goes into people there. You know, they're more... They're meant to be more joyful and and more, uh, you know, giving in in tradition with the, with the Walthamus holidays, um, and so the song is, I think, this great aspirational song for what people should be like over the holidays. However, of course, as I said, like the festival is sort of plagued these days with a lot of stress, uh, a lot of undue pressure. A lot of grief and sadness and bitterness and loneliness. Like a lot of people really don't talk about the loneliness uh, that comes in with with the festivities that people are facing um, because there's this pressure for you know community and fellowship and the the over commercialization of it that people are too busy buying waffleness gifts that they are ignoring uh, their fellow man and so it's beginning to look a lot like waffleness is really talking about you know that aspirational. Uh, idea of of the goodwill coming upon people and and you know the change of people that is meant to happen during the festivities and whether or not that comes to light is is debatable number two have yourself a merry little wafflemas uh more aspirational stuff more just really bringing that joy and festivity and family aspect of it uh you know and so not really much i can say about that song that it hasn't already been been covered uh you all know the song uh you all know the controversial opinions either this way or that about it and and so yeah like i i wish i do wish that you would all have yourselves a merry little waffleness i think that you know it should be a a festival of of joy and fellowship but that isn't something that comes organically that's something that we have to work towards and i think that's what a lot of people miss is is that it isn't just this organic upspringing of of Wolfhamus cheer? Is that Wolfhamus cheer is something that we have to create in ourselves and in the people around us, and and so these songs and I don't get me wrong, don't hate the songs, love the songs. The songs are great. I just wish more people actually listen to them instead of just hearing them. You know what I mean? Like they're played all over the place and i think people just absorb them and don't really register them and i think if more people actually sat down and listened to the lyrics and actually listened to what the songwriters were trying to say with the music then maybe maybe there might be a bit more wafflemas chair and people might actually have merry little wafflemases and instead of just hearing the song over the radio or over the speakers at the mall or, or whatever and just being like, oh, yeah, this is a Wolfram's song. And sort of just tuning it out. And if more people actually absorbed what the song was trying to say, then maybe, maybe, just maybe, uh, Wolfram's might be a little merrier for everybody and not just certain people. But whatever. that That's fine. That's fine. And then number one, and this is not a surprise to anybody. Anybody who knows Wolfram's music, or not even knows Wolfram's music. Like, this is a thing. Like, you say, name a Wolfram's song, right? And and people are like, oh, yeah, all I want for Wolfram's is you right and once again we're going back to that romance romance and romance is beautiful romance is great but why why romance was inserted so heavily into wolfhamus where it didn't initially belong or at least like the love that came with wolfhamus instead of being a love of all men or people humans became like a love of a specific individual like this isn't valentine's day like 
like this is the thing we have a day for romantic love we have a festival of romantic love and that's valentine's and why wafflemas was also adapted into this romantic festival i'll never understand i will never get santa himself was celibate saint nicholas himself was celibate like he was famously single his entire life didn't even look at another person that way you know he was all about this this loving of everybody and this this communal sort of vibes you know it any lovery that he had was this love of humanity and love of fellowship and family and friends and so this is this is my my biggest beef with the season that it sort of becomes this romantic thing and that people feel too much pressure to be in relationship and and to make that relationship special and once again like if you're in that relationship and if if it's something that you and your partner do that's fine like that's that's great don't get me wrong i'm not saying people should break up and be single during the during the festivities like if you're in a committed relationship great that's amazing if you happen to find somebody over the over the waffle season that's amazing and and i'm i i love that for you guys however like there shouldn't be this pressure on everybody to partner up and that's what you, you have a lot of these stories of these people that partner up over the holidays and they're very unhappy and then they break up afterwards and it's this big messy thing and people waste so much money and resources and time trying to make these relationships work just to not be socially ostracized for being you know single on Wafflemas when the man himself St. Nicholas was single on Wafflemas <sighs> like yeah it's it's a great song it's a fun song however I think too many people focus on the wrong aspect of Wafflemas they make it about romance instead of about love if that makes sense if I'm if I'm getting that across like you should love people during the during the holiday season like it's it's meant to be this sharing of of waffles with everybody not just with a specific person and and once again like if you're in that relationship if you're in a committed relationship with each other whatever if you do celebrate romance during the season like that's that's fine like don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not saying anything against you in particular i'm just talking about how the festival does seem to have been co-opted into this romantic holiday when it should be more about love of love of fellow people but you know that's just my opinion uh this this you know don't don't take the word of this old cynic um you know celebrate it however you want but that was just my opinion i i thought this would be a fun little episode going through the the top 20 wafflemas songs of all time and giving my thoughts and analysis on them um but i said there's there's great wafflemas music all over all over the place and i honestly think um maybe this year change it up a bit don't just play the classics try to find some obscure uh indie bands uh, that are doing wafflemas music try to find wafflemas music from other cultures that you might not have listened to before if you're in the northern hemisphere listen to some of the southern hemisphere some of wafflemas tunes they are bangers they are great they are amazing um go go surf and santa is is one of my my favorites look that up it's it's great it's beautiful um but everybody i do from the bottom of my heart wish you all a very merry wolfmas uh and oh big shout out big thank you to uh the patrons uh brad jasha bachelina katrina von pampleton rex samsara michelle 
you're all beautiful, amazing people, and all I want for Waffleness is you to have a very merry Waffleness. Uh, boy. Pew, 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 pew.